This is the River Radius, a cultural nexus of rivers, people, and boats. I am your host, Sam Carter. Welcome. Welcome back to the River Radius podcast. This episode comes to you as the beginning of our 2022 season and serves as a preseason look into the episodes we will host this year and how the publishing of episodes will change from two single episodes in a month to clusters of episodes on one larger topic that will support listening to several episodes at once. Today's episode is sponsored by Big Muddy Adventures, the first and only distributor of clipper canoes in the United States. Later in this episode, you will hear my story of paddling the Mississippi with Big Muddy Adventures and their clipper canoes this past month. That was a day of cold water, a big volume river, eagles, a wild island on one side and the city of St. Louis on the other. In addition to all of that, I'll also talk about a handful of other things to include our first giveaway on Instagram. That's coming up later in January, early February. So this episode right here is called 2022. It's the quick view of this entire season. The second episode that will come out is going to answer a question I get often. The question of how do I listen to a podcast and what is a podcast? I'm consistently surprised at how many folks tell me that they don't know how to listen to a podcast. This comes from my elders, my contemporaries, and surprisingly, from many young folks. I would expect that they would know, but I'm always surprised at how many folks younger than I am don't know how to listen to a podcast. So we will cover that in an episode. The trick of that episode that will explain to other people how to listen to the podcast is how to even get them to listen to the episode in the first place. That's where you all come in. If you're listening, you obviously know how to listen to the podcast. You probably have friends, family, people you know, and they don't know how to listen to podcasts. So ask around. Find those people. Tell them about how cool this podcast is and how cool other podcasts are. And then when that episode comes out, it will be titled How to Listen to the River Radius Podcast. When that one comes out, rally up with those folks and sit down, get out their phone, their tablet, their laptop, computer, whatever they use, and help them listen to the show and walk through their phone and get the, the right app downloaded and learn how to use the app and how to subscribe and all those kinds of things. That episode is coming up soon in the month of January. There are a lot of river lovers who can get on a boat and get down the trickiest whitewater but cannot navigate the podcast platforms. So thank you for helping with that. Here I'm going to explain the new publishing model. In the last year, we published about 20 episodes and for the almost the entirety of this podcast, we've done one episode on a topic. Sometimes I'll do two. There's been about three or four times when there's two episodes on a topic, but it's almost always singles. This coming year, we will have five singles. And then the rest of the episodes will be what I will call clusters. And a cluster will be multiple episodes, typically three episodes that are going to be published together on one larger topic. And that cluster model will allow the episodes to be to go deeper on a topic, to go wider on a topic, to to spread out and uh, and get more information for you about a topic that really deserves more time and and energy and is and is more interesting when more information can be covered. So, in 2022, there's going to be five single episodes, as I said, and there will be five clusters. Each cluster having about three episodes, so that that will be a total of 20 for the year. So next, I'm going to give you some insight into the topics for 2022. The first episode is this one, 2022. The second is going to be that how to listen. The third episode is a single episode. 
with an organization called Living Lands and Waters, and they are a massive, as they call it, they are an industrial strength river cleanup organization. They work in the Midwest, cleaning the biggest rivers of the United States and North America. They use barges and tugboats and excavators and large motorboats. They have a staff of seven people. They are hiring. They have had something like 118,000 volunteers working with them. They've been on 25 different rivers. It's a pretty fascinating story about cleaning rivers, about preventing trash from hitting the oceans, and also about what it's like to be a river person on barges, pulling trash, meeting the communities that they get to work with, and, and getting to know the people and these small towns, sometimes big cities. Very unique story. It was a really fun interview with Mike that I just, just hosted. So that'll be coming up in February. The clusters for this year. Here's a breakdown of the clusters that are coming out. The first cluster will cover topics of how to run rivers. There'll be three episodes in there. One is going to be about food packing and food menus and that kind of thing for your river trips. We'll get into some pretty good details with experts on that topic. Don't think it's me because I'll just bring... Uh, it won't be that exciting if it's my food. But we will talk to experts who really get into the details of menu planning, of not overbuying, of keeping food cold, of keeping things simple and fast, and keeping things nutritious, keeping things healthy and delicious on the river. Uh, another part of that, that cluster will be how to get kids on the river, how to keep them safe, how to have fun, how to get them past certain barriers of, of maybe discomfort if they have those kinds of things. And we will, again, talk with experts because that's what we do. The last episode in that cluster will be around swift water rescue and river safety. I'm going to re-up my swift water rescue skills in a class in March of this year. And that episode will, that cluster will come out uh, shortly thereafter. You might hear me swim in a river. The second cluster that we're going to do, the second cluster of three episodes, we're going to look at the salmon, the fish. And we're going to talk about how, we're going to learn about how close this fish is to total collapse as a species, what is being done to prevent that collapse, the work to remove the four big dams on the Snake River in the Pacific Northwest. Those are dams that are inhibiting the salmon migration from the ocean to the mountains of Idaho back and forth that those fish do and that are critical to their, to their survival. We will also simply get into how awesome salmon are as a creature. Another cluster that we will look at is the relationship between rivers and agriculture. The United States consumes a lot of food, and that food takes water to grow, whether it is a crop or it is livestock. There is a lot of water involved, and there's a lot of, of runoff from those uh, growing operations that goes back into the river. The relationship between agriculture and rivers is usually not so good for rivers. So we're going to look into that. We're going to dig into that one pretty hard and learn more, see what's going on. We'll look at the impacts, and we're going to look at what's coming next in those relationships between ag and rivers in the next decades to come. And I'm very excited for this cluster in the fall of 2022. Uh, I'm going to travel to the southeast United States. That's right. We are going to go down there. That's the Appalachians and the Piedmont Plateau and all these amazing places where rivers are running steep and fast. I'm going to go and meet some of these boaters, meet the people that can tell us some of the history of these rivers and boating in that part of the country. In the southeast, I've come to understand there are more river boaters per capita in the southeast than any other part of the United States, and the rivers there, they run rowdy and fast and steep, and I'm going to assume that they also probably run 
very calm and very beautiful. We're going to find out. Super pumped for that cluster that will come later in the, in the year. And the last cluster that we will produce, we'll look at, we'll dig into the relationship between Epic River Adventures and humans. So those Epic River Adventures that become scary, where people get hurt, where people lose their lives, and how those experiences can become situations of post-traumatic stress. And we're going to learn, we're going to hear from people how they move through those intense experiences and are again able to be with the river. There's going to be a couple of single episodes mixed in throughout the year. One will be uh, the second year of What is a River? Last year, in 2021, we had a What is a River episode, and we looked at, the, at that answer from the angle of fluvial geomorphology. And that's where we heard from Dr. David Montgomery that a river is clouds tearing down mountains and returning to the sea. This year, we're going to look at that question what is a river? And we're going to answer it. Uh, we're going to answer it through the aquatic angle. What is inside the river? What what can we learn about what lives inside of the river? I'm also looking. Uh, one one of the singles I'm also looking at doing is to host an interview with an author about one of their books. That author and that book will be determined as the year moves. If you have suggestions around a rad author and one of their books that is somehow connected to rivers. Let me know. Send an email. You can send an email to hello at theriverradius.com, and I'll consider it. I'll check it out. That can be fiction or nonfiction. I think either one is appropriate, and we'll just suss it out, figure out what's going on. This year, we are starting off with a new advertising sponsor that is Big Muddy Adventures out of St. Louis, Missouri. They guide canoe trips on the Mississippi and Missouri rivers, and they are now the only distributor in the United States of Clipper Canoes. Clipper Canoes are a Canadian canoe I was able to be around these canoes. They are sweet, incredibly tough, very dynamic canoes, all kinds of sizes. They have the solo size. They've got huge, long. You can get a 29-footer if you want. That's a big canoe. You can sit side by side in those. They have all the sizes in between. Perfect for two people. You can get the canoes that you want for downriver adventures, for lake adventures, for whitewater adventures, for calm, flatwater adventures, and you can have enough space in there for people and all the gear that you will need for a long expedition. I was able to paddle down the Mississippi this winter with Big Muddy Adventures to check out these canoes on the water, and we recorded their advertisements on the river. You can hear more about those clipper canoes uh, coming up here in just about 90 seconds. In addition to some new advertising sponsors this year, we are also going to run several giveaways on Instagram. The first giveaway is coming up in a few weeks. That will be with Big Muddy Adventures. Jack's Plastic Welding, and Lava Box Portable Campfires. We are going to give away two Sawyer hand-built wooden canoe paddles, a Paco pad from Jack's Plastic Welding, and a Lava Box Portable Campfire, which is the small ammo cans. You can actually get the larger full-size ones as well. They hook up to propane, and you have heat. You have fire. It's also great for the canoe world. You can pack these in easy in your boats, and you have quick heat. You don't have to deal with a lot of other aspects. They're a sweet product out of Colorado. To be a part of those giveaways, get on Instagram, follow the River Radius podcast there, and as as we get closer to those giveaways, you'll start to see the updates and you can participate in the giveaway then. We're going to have giveaways all season long. So that's the big picture for this year for 2022. Certainly things are going to change some, they always do, and I'm super excited for how this will all play out and I'm thrilled that you're here with us again. 
2021 was a really fun year. We had a lot of really cool interviews and episodes, at least from my perspective. I had a great time doing them, and I'm really excited to pump out what's coming up for this year. You are always welcome and encouraged to be in touch. Send messages or comments on Instagram or Facebook. I do my best to keep up with those. And send an email. I get pumped for emails. Hello at theriverradius.com. And you hear it from all of the podcasters, and it is totally true. Write a review for the podcast. If you can take the time to get onto your podcast platform that you use and write a review, it's so big for us. It creates reference. People appreciate hearing that other people like something. So Apple Podcasts, you go to the show page, you scroll down, you find a place where it says write a review. There's also similar options on most of the other podcast platforms. I appreciate you doing the review. It means a lot. You can also share this podcast with people. That's a big help. I really appreciate that. Tell them about it. Your trust, your testimonials from from you to other people, telling about the quality of the episodes, the value for you in this podcast. That information coming from you to other people is better than any other way for this podcast to grow, for it to be shared with other people. There are lots of people still waiting to learn about this podcast. Your help in that is huge. I really appreciate you telling your friends. So that's the summary for the coming season. Now I want to tell you about that recent day I had paddling on the Mississippi and learning about the Clipper Canoes and Big Muddy Adventures out of St. Louis. Over the holidays last month, I was able to do something I've never done. I grew up close to the Mississippi, yet only ever stood on its banks. So when Big Muddy Adventures out of St. Louis asked if they could run some advertising on the podcast, I suggested that we get on the river to record the ads. They agreed, we made plans, and when the day came, we went to the north end of the city of St. Louis, we carried these canoes down to the river, and we got ready to float. The river guides, these are, you know, these are professionals. This is what they do. They take people out boating on, on, the, uh, on the Mississippi for commercial trips. They take us down there to the edge, <laughs> the, down to the riverbank, and uh, they, told, they told us it was a low river day. It was 99,700 CFS, and that was a low river day, and we were doing this in a canoe. I was totally nervous. It's been a long time since I felt that nervous about getting on a river. I kept thinking about how sketchy it would be to tip over, to swim, the bridges that we were coming up to, the pylons you'd have to navigate, and the, the barges that are out there, and the strong, cold water. And we didn't tip over. It was perfect. These guys are awesome. They're super pro. We made it down easy. They knew what they were doing. Uh, they had radios to communicate with the barges and the tugboats. It was super sweet. So here is the story about their work. And the clipper canoes that they sell, and they are the only distributor of these clipper canoes in the United States. My name is Rui Awitz. I run Big Muddy Adventures. We're a guide company, outfitter, and recently opened gear shop in St. Louis, Missouri. We run the Great Rivers, so that's the Mississippi and the Missouri. We also do some fun things on some of the smaller Ozark rivers, uh, like the Merrimack. So we use canoes of all different sizes from 16 feet to 30 feet. Uh, we do a lot of trips with people in what we call Voyager canoes, which are 29-foot canoes. People sit on a bench side by side with a river guide in the back doing all the steering. It's all human-powered, and we like to paddle out here in the type of boats that people have been using for 10,000 years. Your website says that Big Muddy Adventures is running on the biggest rivers in North America. Talk about the relationship between canoes and these rivers. And I think of the history of canoes, I think of probably thousands of years. So yeah, if you go back to Cahokia, 
which is about six miles from where we are right now, and at one point was a river town when the rivers were allowed to spread out a little bit more. You know, this was the canoe capital of North America. You have remnants of different types of canoes from all over the North American continent dating back thousands and thousands of years in this area. These great rivers served as the highways back then, um, you know, when you needed to meet up with somebody and you told them you wanted to meet at the confluence of the Missouri and the Mississippi, that was a very specific spot. That's the reason that St. Louis is here, uh, because of these great rivers meeting and because of commerce and other, you know, activities that were going on in the river. So that's what we do. And we're, you know, we're trying to bring people back and put them out here and move at the pace of the river, which is, you know, pretty, pretty slow and, and chill and gorgeous. And I want to hear about your overnighters, but the day trip that you do that I think sounds the coolest is the dinner trip. Will you tell me about the dinner trip? Sure. We do a couple dinner trips. Uh, the one that we're most well known for is called a full moon float. So three times a month, normally the night before the full moon, the night of the full moon, and the night after the full moon, we'll meet up with people and shuttle up to the put-in, put these massive canoes in the water, head over to any number of wild islands out on the Mississippi or the Missouri, grab some driftwood, make a fire, do kind of like a riverette gourmet dinner for people. You hang out, eat some food, maybe have an adult beverage or two, watch the full moon come up. After dinner, we pack up and head down to the takeout under the light of the full moon. We've been doing that trip for 15 years. We have a good time doing it. It's definitely one of the things that we're known for around town here in St. Louis. It's a relatively small group. The maximum number of people is 16, so small enough for everybody to fit around a fire, hang out, and uh, you know, have a good time on the river. And so you're talking about wild islands and this big wild river, but talk about the interface with this massive urban center and the things that, I mean, we're here playing above. Just describe that wild urban interface. So yeah, we're um, right now sitting on a 900-acre wild island uh, on the Mississippi River, about four miles north of the Arch, and we're surrounded by a three million person metro region, but we've got a deer herd and a coyote herd and all types of other fun animals out here. It is a wild space that's been created mostly by the levees and the fact that this island that we're on right now gets almost completely inundated every summer during the spring rise. So there's no buildings out here, there's no human built elements. And so you can have this really interesting, somewhat wild natural experience on this massive river and then end up in downtown St. Louis. My name is Natalie Rawls. I'm a guide at Big Muddy Adventures. And how many people, do you know how many people you got on the water this last year? I know we got upwards of 190 trips out there. Some of those trips had, you know, 30 children on them. Uh, we did a lot of school trips. We did a lot of group overnights. It was a great season. You know, I grew up around here, and I have never canoed on these rivers, and I, um, I'm shocked at how awesome it is. I, can you just describe, can you describe what it's like to be on the Mississippi in these canoes? You know, the first time I went, I was equally shocked by how awesome it is. I canoed for the first time out west. I was out in Idaho for a summer and I was on the on whitewater out there and came back to St. Louis missing water, missing the rivers. And I was talking to my friend Rue and he was teasing me for talking about missing rivers when we live on two of the largest in North America. And so he was the one who convinced me to go out here for the first time and 
from the beginning I was hooked. It's uh, it's really beautiful. It's just completely different from any experience you've had in this region. Um, the rivers are huge and expansive and, and sometimes intimidating, but sometimes very peaceful. And, and if you're right with the right people who know what they're doing, they can be a lot of fun to recreate on. Talk about the overnighters. The overnighters are great. Um, we set up camp on the islands and have cookouts. We have somebody who works with us who's quite a great chef, and she always sets us up for success with great meals throughout the night. Um, we'll build a bonfire, set up tents, all of the above. They're really good experiences. My name's Tony. I have been guiding for Big Muddy for about the last 10 years. When we were paddling down, uh, you were talking about how you showed me your house, which was cool. You like, like on the water, you show me your house where you live. And you also talked about how this island that we're sitting on, that you have been coming over here since you were a kid, since a teenager. Talk about your relationship with rivers here in St. Louis area. Oh, well, I was, I was lucky enough to have a father that also enjoyed rivers and float trips and stuff like that. So I was introduced to it as a young kid but definitely not these big rivers. And so it wasn't until I was 16, 17 where I kind of got my own kayak and stopped playing team sports in high school in exchange for climbing and kayaking that uh, I got to really start experiencing this stuff out here. That's kind of how all that started. We (laughs) would paddle over to this island because it was just a remote destination within our city. (laughs) And uh, yeah, for me and a couple of my friends, it it became kind of a weekend activity. Would you just talk about uh, the clipper from the standpoint of, like, you guys have used this boat commercially. That means you beat them up. How many times have you taken these down the river this summer? What are you putting in them? What kind of boat ramps do you have? How do people treat them? And how do they stand up to that, that, that treatment? The clipper canoes. We use them every day for Big Muddy Adventures commercial trips. 190 trips a year. These boats are on the water. Uh, and as you saw earlier today, our put-ins, they're not beautiful boat ramps or docks. They're massive cut banks with rocks and oftentimes concrete and uh, things that canoes hate. <laughs> we put them to the test every day, and they've always just been great. They've, they've stood up to everything that we've been able to throw at them. I mean, and we're talking about these trips that we take. You know, we do these full moon floats. We're loading... 11 people plus gear, and we're not talking about just gear for a day trip. We're talking about a Dutch oven, cast iron, full kitchen. Everything goes in these boats. <laughs> they go down the cut bank into the water and eight to 10 miles of paddling. And that's three, four, five times a week sometimes. We are very happy with the reliability. It looks sturdy, it is sturdy, but it's not so heavy that you can't bring it down a massive cut bank to get into a river, an access point that you may not be able to do with another boat. So it, would you like would you be comfortable putting this boat in and running the full length of either the Missouri or the Mississippi for I would think that's probably months and hundreds if not a thousand miles. The clipper canoes that we use I would be extremely comfortable doing a multi-day trip expedition style in any of these boats. Big Muddy Adventures is out of St. Louis, Missouri, and they will take you down the Mississippi or Missouri rivers in canoes. And they are the only distributor in the United States of Clipper Canoes, the Canadian-built canoes of the finest quality for your smooth river experience. You can find Big Muddy Adventures on the web at www.2muddy.com. That is 2, the numeral, 2muddy.com. And on Instagram, 
BMA Guide Shop. That is BMA Guide Shop, BMA for Big Muddy Adventures. You can find links to all of this in the show notes. Give them a call and talk clipper canoes with these canoe experts and tell them the River Radius sent you. That is our first podcast of the season. Thanks for taking the time to listen, for sharing it. We will be back very soon with more River episodes for you to enjoy. Thanks so much for joining the River Radius. These gentlemen paddling are not small humans. In the great city of St. Louis, we drink bush beer. (laughs) I don't know what I just said. (laughs) Paddling is optional but encouraged.